As the high school football season rolls on, we've got you covered. It's on the way. It's high enough. It's long enough. It's good. It's oh, my good. goodness. It's good. They win it. They win it. Are you kidding me? What a game. Woo! This is Next Round Preps on the Double Down Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, John Lunsford and Jerry Young. And welcome in to another edition of Next Round Preps. I'm John Lunsford, joined as always by Jerry Young. And Jerry, last week we were at another Thompson blowout. Thompson, they took down Tuscaloosa County 58 to nothing, added three points to that score we've been so used to as they started region play, all of region three starting uh, region play last week. We'll cover some of those games and look ahead to the games coming up this week, but Thompson, another huge performance. Yeah, you know, doesn't matter which poll you look at, Thompson remains number one across the state, John, and Hoover staying in there at number two. Hewitt Trussell's three this week. They have been running four and five in some polls. Central Phoenix City maintaining at fourth. Auburn at fifth. Theodore six. James Clemens seven. Oak Mountain up into the eighth spot now. They play at Vestavia. Enterprise and Fairhope. So, I think deservedly fair hope, even though they've got a loss, but we're going to find out this week in one of our games that we're going to review because fair hope is uh, uh, playing at home against Foley. So can Foley, we've been talking about a couple of teams in the state on this, on this uh, show and John um, fair hope is one of them. And I mean, Foley is one of them and Prattville's the other Prattville got beat this week. Yeah. Prattville, uh, one of those teams we've been talking about and, you know, where are they going to be? Can they, you know, pick themselves back up in the overall conversation and and uh, compete for a Super 7 title? Maybe not quite the year. Of course, Auburn and Central, they've been the top dogs down there in that region for a while. Um, you know, games from last week, we talked about Thompson, um, you know, beating uh, Tuscaloosa County, Hoover, Vestavia, another big one. We were looking for uh, Hoover got that win easy enough. Um, in 7A Region 3, the one game that really stood out for me was the the Hewitt-Trustville-Spain Park game. Right. We're going to we're going to watch Thompson-Spain Park coming up this weekend. But that game was really, really close at halftime. And, um, you know, Hewitt-Trustville able to pull away a little bit there at the end. But when you talk about Region 3, you talk about Thompson, Hoover, Hewitt, and then everybody else. And – you know, it's kind of been back and forth for me, and I feel like for some other people, does Hewitt belong in the Thompson-Hoover conversation or does Hewitt belong in the who's fighting for three and four conversation? Um, because, you know, they, they almost seem to kind of play to their opponent a little bit. And, of course, when they play Thompson and Hoover, they're going to play good football games too. But when you played, um, you know, Spain Park that close, a team that had just gotten thumped by Briarwood the week before – it, it, it kind of makes you ask a few questions about Hewitt Trustville. Yeah, it does, and, and you're right. You know, is Hewitt Trustville – let me tell you, Hewitt Trustville every year, they seem to win one game that they shouldn't, and they seem to lose one game that they shouldn't. I go back two or three years ago, they were in the first round of playoffs against Gadsden City, and uh, they had some big-name kids on that team, and they lost in the first round. Everybody just couldn't believe it. And ever since then, I've kind of watched that. And you're right, John. I don't think that game against Spain Park – with Spain Park, have they been sleeping this year and they're just now starting to come into their own? We'll find out Friday night when they go up against Thompson. I don't think there's any way that Thompson maintains their shutout record. I think it's 165 points or something like that. They've scored on their opponents and nobody scored on Thompson. I think um, I think Spain Park's going to gonna score on Thompson this week, and I think that 
Hewitt Trustful is going to run all over Tuscaloosa County, very similar to what Thompson did. Yeah, the other team right there competing with Hewitt Trustful, maybe for that third spot, if we're going to go ahead and kind of write in pencil Thompson and Hoover as the top two teams, is Oak Mountain. They took down Gaston City. Maybe a little closer there than we would have thought. Seventeen to seven. Yeah. Um, you know they're they're undefeated. They're in the top ten, and they're undefeated in region play, of course, too. Um, you know they're taking on Vestavia, Vestavia team that just hasn't quite been able to get it together. They lost, you know, pretty bad to Mountain Brook, who you know we still kind of can classify as a seven A region three style team. They lost a close one to Homewood, who got beat pretty bad this past week. We'll talk about that in a second. And then you know you lose to Hoover. Hoover is a tough first game to to go and play, but Oak Mountain. This is the kind of game you have to win if you do want to try to put yourself in a conversation for that four seed. But Oak Mountain last week only beating Gaston City 17-7. to I'll be interested to see what happens with Oak Mountain if they save this Yeah, week. and you don't know what Gaston City's got either. You know, being, you know, the way that they play, they can be up and down too. So they could show up with their A game. You know, we talked about some, some games last week. Uh, John, I just want to kind of run down. We mentioned Phillip Rivers uh, beating McIntosh 49 to nothing. Did he have what it takes against a – storied program in the Jackson Aggies? Well, the answer is yes. He won 24-21, unbelievable ball game, and um, congratulations to him. Phillip Rivers already making a, his, uh, his, you know, his presence noticed down there. And staying in that part of the state, we mentioned that Mark Hudspeth, the new coach at Gus Shores, was 2-0, and but he ran into Spanish Fort. They beat him 42-21, to so that answers a few questions down south as far as that's concerned, too. Yeah, with St. Michael, they're taking on Williamson. St. Michael finally moved into the ASWA top ten. Williamson's sitting right there on the end, uh, two teams down in the south. Williamson used to be a good 5A team. They've dropped down to uh, 4A, and so that'll be another good game for Phillip Rivers this week. Benjamin Russell unable to get off the, the starting blocks this year. They lost 42-20 to to Stanhope Elmore. Helena with a big win over Wetumpka, 20-10. to McAdory and Homewood. John, we've been waiting to talk about this, and we talked about this game uh, – you know, was was McAdory, uh, are they really that good? And the answer is obviously yes, they are. They they didn't just beat Homewood. They they put a pretty good thumping on them, 45 to 18. Yeah, I know I'm a little biased when it comes to Homewood since I played there. But, yeah. um, you know, I, I was kind of keeping track of the score while we were at the Thompson game, and I saw that Homewood had gotten up 15 to nothing early on in that game. And so I said, okay, you know, Homewood, they're 2-0. and They just beat 7A Region 3 team in Vestavia. They beat uh, Hillcrest, who they got beat pretty bad by last year. And then, you know, it turns around at halftime. I want to say it's maybe 19 to 15. Uh, McAdory scored a couple touchdowns and were able to get back out in front. And then it just never went anywhere for Homewood after that 45 to 18. You start out 15 nothing, you end up losing 45 to 18. And I'll give McAdory a lot of credit. Uh, you know, new head coach this season, Bart Sessions, has gone down, uh, you know, to the Gulf. And, and they beat St. Paul's in that first game, a really good 5A team. St. Paul's UMS right taking on each other right. uh, this week. And then they beat Demopolis, another really good 5A team on the road, go to Demopolis. But they were 5A team. So I was, I was like, okay, they're playing a 2-0 Homewood. We'll see what they really have. And they have something. As they're about to head into region play, that was one of the few non-region games we had last week. They play Paul Bryant this week, and then they play Bessemer City. Then they have a good test against Helena, but then the bulk of their schedule is towards the end. So if they keep this going, you know, there's a good chance they're sitting 5-0 and heading to that Helena game, sitting you know 2-0 and in region play. And then you got Hillcrest, Hueytown, Northridge towards the end, maybe a little tougher schedule, but we'll see what they can ha- they have against uh, or when they play Paul Bryant this weekend on the road. Not that it's super far to sail to go over to Tuscaloosa, but um, 
no, I've been very impressed with McAdory so far this season. One of the most exciting finishes, Briarwood won over Chelsea 42-35. to That's a built-in rivalry. They've played it for years and years, and that's a big win for Briarwood Christian. A game that you and I talked about last week, John, was Clay Chalkville. And could they beat Jasper? And how good is Jasper? And what they got going on there? 68 points they hung on Jasper. I think that's the highest point total of the week came coming out of uh, Clay Chalkville there as they beat Jasper 68-14. to 14. You know what their, their point totals have been? 40 against Shades Valley, 57 against Hueytown, 68 against Jasper. What could it be against Gardendale? It's not going to be that high. Gardendale's a much better football team, but they're averaging 55 points per game so far this season after that 68 they hung on uh, Jasper. Wow, wow. So they got a great offense. Moving on down, Gardendale uh, 21. Uh, they lost to Pinson Valley coming off the, the – the loss last week, they lost to him 38-14, to 14, so a good job there by Pinson Valley. Or, yeah, that's 21. Uh, that Gardendale scored 21. Minor and Mortimer Jordan. Mortimer Jordan beat Minor 17-14. We knew that game was going to be close, and it was. So that's some of the games we talked about last week. We've kind of already gone over uh, 7A and some of the Region 3, but I will say this, Baker won by a point over Foley, and that's one of the games we're going to talk about and preview this week coming up for next week. The final score, just in case we didn't go over it, Auburn beat Prattville twenty to ten, uh, or twenty to fourteen. Twenty to fourteen. Hewitt Trustful, as we mentioned, beat Spain Park thirty eight seventeen. Hoover uh, all over Vestavia Hills thirty four to nothing, which uh, now Vestavia is zero three on the year. Sean, Sean Calhoun with a uh, with a bad start there. Oak Mountain a big victory over Gaston City. Thompson, as we mentioned, hung 58 on Tuscaloosa County. And the big game up in North Alabama, James Clements and Bob Jones. Well, James Clements came out ahead 35-28 to in the close one up there. So that kind of sets the stage now for the next week coming up. Yeah, James Clemens getting that win. We're kind of curious. Okay, we have 7A Region 2, 7A Region 3. We've asked the question, who's going to emerge from 7A Region 1 down on the coast and who's going to emerge from North Alabama in 7A Region 4? James Clemens is the favorite. Uh, you know, I feel like most years now, and they did get that win over Bob Jones, and so they're still the favorite. And then, you know, uh, down south, Theodore, they won 71 to nothing yeah. over Alma Bryant. Um, you know, I know that Bart Sessions is going to have a, a tough you know time down there trying to get that team going. They haven't been a playoff team in the past um but theodore really really good and daphne falling to fairhope so fairhope you know has moved their way uh kind of into the picture here of maybe they could be that top team down there and like you said they're taking on foley this week so we'll see what happens with that one um we, like i said we talked about some of the games that are happening here in 7a region three um you know we have that but other major games going on here in the Birmingham area, Clay Chalville at Gardendale. We talked about how many points Clay Chalville's uh, been hanging up so far. Um, that's a game we're going to look forward to. You know, Wetumpka, Hillcrest, Tuscaloosa, another non-region game. St. Paul's UMS right, Homewood, Chelsea. We'll preview all those when we get back right here on Next Round Preps. At Albritton and Artavino Family Dentistry, we know how valuable your time is. So if it's a crown you need, let us take care of it with our same-day crown service. We have the latest technology allowing us to build your custom crown right here in our office while you wait. All Britain and Artavino Family Dentistry is here to serve you. Hey everyone, this is Chris Stewart and I want to tell you about a show I'm proud to be a part of, spotlighting Alabama high school athletes. 
It's called High School Sports Weekly, presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic, and it can be found on Facebook Watch as well as YouTube. We release videos each month spotlighting athletes that have unique stories of triumph and perseverance, as well as coaches, family members, and teachers that have helped them along the way. We also spend time meeting players and coaches of all sports throughout the entire school year. So be sure to follow us on Facebook or just Google High School Sports Weekly to watch these amazing stories. That's High School Sports Weekly presented by OS1 Sports Injury Clinic. And welcome into Next Round Preps. John Lunsford, Jerry Young. We talked about some of the games from this past week. Let's look ahead now to this Friday night and a lot of the big games we're going to have across central Alabama and across the state. We'll start here in, in the Birmingham area with 7A Region 3. We talked about that a lot already. Um, 6A Region 5, 6A Region 6, uh, some regions we're kind of keeping an eye on as well. A big one for me I've had circled for a while is Clay Chaltville at Gardendale. We had Gardendale and Pinson last week. Pinson beat Gardendale, and I, I thought that game was for second place in the region because Clay has just been so good, averaging 55 points per game, like we said earlier. Um, they won 68-21 over Jasper last week. With Gardendale losing, not sure if they're going to have enough for Clay Chalkville. We talked about Driver Stadium being a, a tough place to play. We've called games there in the past, but Clay Chalkville is kind of a different animal right now. They're, they're number two in the ASWA rankings behind Spanish Fort, but I'm really looking forward to seeing what Clay Chalva can do this year. You know, I'm curious uh, if the home field advantage for Gardendale doesn't maybe give them a, an edge in this game. You know, I'm not I'm not down on Gardendale yet. I know that Clay Chalva's on fire. I know their offense, but Gardendale's got a pretty good defense. So that whether or not that will level that out or not, who knows? But um, I'm anxious to see the final score of that one as well. Uh, Pinson Valley, the team that beat Gardendale, and, and you know probably the favorite to finish in the top two as well with Clay Chalville. Should Clay get this win, it'll basically be between those two. Pinson, they're taking on Minor. Minor fell to Hueytown in their first game, which Hueytown's a playoff team out of Region 4. But they also lost to Mortimer Jordan, a team that was really, really solid in 5A. They moved to 6A with Jasper in that region. Uh, we just mentioned what happened with Jasper last week. But uh, Minor fell to Mortimer Jordan last week. They're traveling to Pinson Valley. Pinson, we'll see what they they have for Minor. We'll see if Minor can compete in that game. A, a game I'm looking forward to is actually a non-region game. We had it last week with Macadori, um, Region 4 with an odd number of teams, so they're going to be able to play non-region games kind of mixed in there with Tumpka at Hillcrest Tuscaloosa. Absolutely. Hillcrest, a team they lost to um, Homewood, turned around, beat Tuscaloosa County, and then you know now you have Hillcrest in a non-region game kind of testing themselves. Um, they beat Brookwood in their one-region game so far. Brookwood never really a, a contender in that region. But Watumka struggled against Prattville, which we're kind of questioning as Prattville back, and also lost to Helena 20-10 to last week. Helena team, I think, could potentially win that region down there, but Watumka a good playoff team as well. Yeah, um, I, 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 uh, I agree with you. Everything you just said right there is right. And that's going to be, you know, every week, John, you notice that we've got we've always got games highlighted, and that's one of the ones that I had highlighted too. And I, I think that's going to going to come down to be a great ball game it is some other games uh from that region you have um helena taking on ben russell that'll be a region game over in region two opelika they're taking on eufaula eufaula what was a lot stronger last year if they beat central and you said oh man this this could be a really good team they fell to central this year we'll see what they have for opelika i'm gonna go down south now down to mobile a lot of big games going down in the mobile area um fairhope foley is one we've talked about that's a game uh, I know you got highlighted there because it, it's a, a game that's happened a lot. It's been played a lot, and this could be a game to kind of set up where these two teams are at 2-1. and one. 
uh, within Region 1. I think Fairhope would be favored in this game, but one note that I've got down here, I went and looked up the series record between these two. And Foley leads the series 52-42 in four ties. So, you know, if you look at history, it's on, on Foley's side. They've got the little bit of momentum. Even though they lost by one point last week, I think they'll bounce back. That's going to be probably the best game on the Gulf Coast this week. Yeah, another one uh, down there, St. Paul's UMS Wright. That's going to be a really solid game as well. You have UMS Wright who's moved up because competitive balance. St. Paul's who's moved back down for not quite living up to the competitive balance. They were up in 6A for a couple years, and they dropped back down. So that will be a good game kind of to determine that region. For Region 1, um, you know, UMS Wright, it, it, so far as 2-1 and one, St. Paul's, they've lost a couple games, but they are stepping up in classification. Like I mentioned, McAdory, that was a team they beat last year. They fell uh, to McAdory, McAdory looking a lot better. Um, Sarah Atlanta, Baldwin County is a good game down there when it comes to the playoffs. Andalusia at Pike Road. I know Pike Road's up further north, but Andalusia, a team that's moved up to 5A as well. And then St. Michael, Phillip Rivers, we're all keeping an eye on him and what he can do down south as well. That's right. You know, we talked about Chelsea and Homewood, or Homewood at Chelsea earlier in that 6A Region 5 matchup. Uh, one other thing, I love to go back and kind of kind of look at where the the series is. Homewood and Chelsea's only played three times, and and they lead Homewood leads the series three and zero. Oh. So you know you once again you know that you know there's going to end up somewhat even after ten games. But Dustin Goodwin he needs a he needs a a victory. He does, and I see on your notes Dustin Goodwin, um, son of Doug, uh, Doug Goodwin, who was at Homewood for a while. Um, Doug Goodwin there before Ben Bergeson came, the head coach who's there now. So, uh, you know, Dustin on that staff as well with uh, his dad at Homewood. So we'll be interested to see what happens with Homewood and Chelsea, especially with Chelsea the way they played Briarwood last week. Um, you know, we looked at that game. We go through some scores at halftime during, during our Thompson broadcast and seeing how close that game was and Chelsea was up. And uh, Ryan Brown, who works here at the next round, has a, a daughter that goes to Chelsea. And so he was at the game. He texted me. This like wide-eyed emoji, like I can't believe Chelsea's at twenty-eight fourteen right now right. at the half. No, you didn't read that wrong. And this is after Briarwood had done what we talked about, what they did to Spain Park. So um, this will be a very competitive game and kind of set you know who's going to be that third team behind Briarwood and Mountain Brook in six uh, A Region Five. You, what are the games you're looking for? Yeah, let me ask you this, John. Do you think that that region in six A is comparable in excitement to seven A Region Three? I think 6A region 6 is with Clay Chaltville, Pinson Valley, Gardendale, really solid, really solid three teams followed by a bunch of other teams fighting for that spot. You know, I'd say 6A region 5 is that way, but I think Mountain Brook and Briarwood are on a completely different level. Uh, Mountain Brook coming down from 7A, Briarwood actually coming up from 5A, but being a really solid team, always have been a really solid team. Because then you kind of have a fight between Homewood, Chelsea, Shades Valley. They went 3-7 and seven last year and worked their way into the playoffs um, just because those three wins happened to come in region play. Beat Homewood last year. So I'd probably say 6A Region 6 is a little more competitive when it comes to the top three really, really good teams. And their teams are going to make a run. Clay Chauvel and Pinson Valley meeting in the semifinals. That's happened a bunch lately because they're coming from the same place, and they're just both so good. That's why I kind of argue 6A Region 6 maybe as tough as 7A Region 3. Not that they're as good as the top team. They're not as good as Thompson and Hoover necessarily. But for the competition, for the classification, I think it's a really, really tough region. I do too. Let's move on to 7A. Go back to 7A now. Hoover at Gadsden City. They had to make the trip up there. Of course, Hoover travels real well, not just the team, but also the fans that show up. Another 7A Region 3 battle. Hoover 3-0 this year. Gadsden 2-1. Their only loss was to Oak Mountain. And so Hoover leads this series 6-0. I look for Hoover to come out with another region win as well. One game down south, John, that I wanted to mention is T.R. Miller. 
You know, they won their 700th game this past uh, this past week. Uh, they uh, they beat Cottage Hill Christian, uh, and that made their record 700, 327, and 20. Of course, uh, you know, Jamie Riggs was there from 89 to, to 2015. He had 293 of those 700 wins, so a lot of credit goes to him. But T.R. Miller, one of those names when you talk high school football in the state of Alabama, you just can't go without mentioning them as well. Uh, we mentioned um, – uh, we hadn't mentioned Montevallo at Bibb County. Bibb County all of a sudden 3-0. and uh, They play Montevallo. Their only loss, uh, Montevallo's only loss was to American Christian, so that's another 4A Region 3 battle down there. Well, John, the biggest game uh, in 7A uh, probably is Spain Park get off the hump this, this week. You know, they come in with their only win is to Huntsville. Uh, Sean Rainey's in his ninth year now, so he's had four. Plenty of time to have control of that Spain Park group. He uh, hasn't done that well. Of course, in the last three years, Thompson's, uh, um, you know, put it on him pretty good, 3-0 three, three and oh in the last three years. So, Thompson coming off uh, uh, a big win to, to Tuscaloosa County last last week. So, 18 Division One offers. I went back on Thompson's. Of course, everybody knows you and I called the Thompson games on Friday night, but I've counted them up now, and I brought a list of them. But 18 players, and, and I should I, I didn't I wrote that wrong. They're not D1 offers. They're some most of them are D1 offers. But uh, you know, and my question is: Is Tuscaloosa is Thompson going to be looking ahead to Hewitt Trustful? You know, because they know that games on the on the hill they know that they're playing spain park who is off again this year you know it's gonna be a good ball game at warrior stadium yeah you know this probably is the best team they've played so far i mean oxford's been good in the past breaking in a new head coach we're not quite sure how they'll perform this year uh not a super strong region up there either in 6a region 7 and then spartman you know they kind of came back and fought for a playoff spot and they, they made the playoffs last year but started off slow last year and then tuscaloosa county we know the, the struggles they've had lately but um you know so i would say this is probably the best team they've played so far they did beat huntsville another 7a region 4 team uh beat them pretty good to start the season the biggest thing for spain park is the briarwood game i still question the briarwood game and that's i'm not trying to question whether briarwood's good or not i think they are good they always are but that was such a a big win over Spain Park that then when they played Hewitt Trustville a little closer, that's more what I expected from Spain Park. With Thompson, so far what we've seen is what I expect from Thompson. There's so much talent. You mentioned all the, the players that have college offers there. I mean, I couldn't even imagine 18 players, you know, having college offers. Um, when I was at Homewood, we were winning state championships every year as well. Um, not trying to brag, but I mean, it's just, it, right. that shows how good Thompson really is. And, you know, I don't, we're not going to see a 55 nothing win i mean we didn't think we were going to necessarily see that with tuscaloosa county and end up being the biggest win had a running clock in the second half um but i think you know sean rainey this is the game for him to come in and say okay we gotta prove something against thompson not necessarily win but we gotta prove we can hang with a team like thompson they're playing gaston city after that a game they could e easily win and if you've at least competed against you at trustville which you did you've at least competed against thompson which you you you, you would have in this scenario when you head to your the back half of your season after the break, they're off uh, in that non-region week. They have Oak Mountain Hoover back-to-back. -back. Well, those are going to be your other two playoff teams as of now, the way things have been going after Thompson, Hewitt, uh, Hoover, Oak Mountain's kind of been that fourth team. you got to come back and try to be strong and get a win over Oak Mountain after you've hopefully beaten Gaston City if you want to try to make the playoffs. For Thompson, Hewitt-Trustville is that team that we question, should we throw them in the conversation with Hoover and Thompson? 
Um, sometimes I say yes. Sometimes I say no. It kind of depends. They are a team that plays their opponent, so they could give Thompson a good game um, after this one. I don't know that the team will look ahead. Um, everything I've seen from Thompson in the past, and you've been more embedded in that program than I have, but everything I've seen from Thompson lets me know they don't look ahead. They stay focused. They do, um, you know, focus on the game at hand. They, they, they only focus on the team that they're going to play. Um, you know, everybody loves to ask Nick Saban, okay, well, they're playing Mercer this week. Okay, well, how about Florida? That, that's the team you're really paying attention to, and he constantly goes over. We had in his press conference this week, oh, hey, Mercer's a good team. You know, Mercer runs a certain offense that can give us trouble. And we all roll our eyes when he says something like that. Right. But that's truly – I truly believe that's how he feels. I truly believe that's mm-hmm. how he's approaching the week. I don't think that Thompson's going to, you know, approach this as, and eh, this is a, a, you know, pushover game because we've had a few pushover games so far. Um, you know, what happens? Who knows? I mean, we thought Tuscaloosa County would give a little more of a, a fight than they did. Right. But this is a, another, you know, good game for Thompson to flex their muscles. But for Spain Park, they've got to try to keep that from happening, keep it somewhat respectable. If anything, but points on the board. That defense has given up three shutouts so far. You know, I ask Mark Freeman every single week about what what you just mentioned, and and he's probably in 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 my book as good as Coach Saban is is keeping his team focused on the game in hand. You know, he always says it like this: Look, we know every single game we got a target on our back. We're number one. We're nationally ranked. We know that every single team can make their season by beating Thompson. So we use that as motivation every week. I don't think in any way that they'll be looking ahead, but I do think that a statement could be made by Thompson this year that would send one to Hoover and to Clay Chalville. If they shut out Spain Park, four shutouts, Spain Park's job right now is to make a first down and to score a touchdown. That's their job at hand right now against Thompson. I just don't see it with that defense. I just think as long as the defense – one of the things, too, I talked to Coach Freeman this week about is he is now concerned that his starters have not played a whole game, and it's making practice harder because he's having to practice them harder physically in preparation of trying to go a full game with his starters. So is this the game that Spain Park can come up and make who, uh, Thompson play all of their starters in a, in a game, and if so, will Coach Freeman leave them on the field into maybe the third or maybe even to the fourth quarter, even if it's a runaway, will he do that and try to maintain the shutout? Because you know Spain Park, if we start putting in uh, you know freshmen and sophomores in on defense as we have the last three games, Spain Park's going to take advantage of that. Is it big to send that message across the state that the defense is so good they shut out Spain Park? That's some unanswered questions we'll find out Friday night. Yeah, we'll see what happens Friday night. We've seen the backups in halfway through the second quarter in almost every single game so far for the Thompson Warriors. And, you know, could the first real competition that you have a team play four quarters be Hoover at the very end of the season? I mean, is it possible? From an outside perspective looking in, it's very possible. And I know you don't necessarily keep track of this when you're trying to compete for a state championship – but the way Thompson's been playing, I think every team in the whole country, and yes, I'm including IMG Academy, yes, I'm including all of those, right. you know, not that they w- would play those because that's not necessarily how high school football works, but if you're out there, if you're from Max Preps, if you're from USA Today and you're writing out the polls and you're voting in that, I mean, what team looks by far and away the best? I mean, IMG Academy's playing Bishop Sycamore, and Thompson is crushing teams 55-plus right. to nothing. 
every single game. We'll see what happens in that game. Uh, of course, we'll have the call on the Warrior Nation Network. You can listen to us there. Um, and uh, we'll have our pregame show. We'll be at home, so we'll have a pregame show on Facebook as well through the Thompson Athletics page. Yeah, that's a fun little show if you want to watch it on Thompson Athletics' uh, Facebook page. We pick the winners just like College Game Day does. We go down through it. John does a great job. Sometimes we agree, sometimes we don't. But uh, it's going to be a fun uh, game, so you want to tune in for that at 6 o'clock, and then we'll have our pregame at 6.45, kickoff at 7 on warriornationnetwork.org. All right, that'll do it for this week of Next Round Preps. Make sure to join us every Thursday as we release a new episode. We'll talk about the games from the past week and the games coming up like we just did for Thompson and all the other teams in 7A Region 3 throughout Central Alabama and throughout the state as well. For Jerry Young, I'm John Lunsford. We'll see you next week.